grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you remember before the virus? I know it's only been a short time. It's, I can't tell you if it's been three or four weeks or what have you, but it seems like forever. Do you remember going to restaurants and theaters, walking the streets of San Luis Obispo on Thursday night at the farmer's market? I know some of you are probably becoming stir-crazy staying inside your house, but stay there and be safe. You know, regardless of societal changes, regardless of, of diseases and famines and floods and wars, Jesus Christ still arrived and approached triumphantly to Jerusalem. But he didn't stop there. He went on to Calvary, where his blood was spilt for the atoning, to atone for the sins of the whole world, yes, even yours and mine. And then on the third day, an astonishing reality became true. Jesus rose from the dead, therefore conquering and becoming victorious over death itself. You remember the story. We read it every year at this time. I, I know you know this story, and, and you probably understand it. There's something else that traditionally, for myself and our congregation, it happens on Palm Sunday. Confirmation traditionally takes place. Do you remember your confirmation? Pam and I celebrate being confirmed together this Palm Sunday 51 years ago. And they were some really, really good years. You know, I think a child is, is, is confirmed about 14 years old. Those were really good years. But there were also some extremely difficult years that I'm not certain we acknowledged or even recall in the past. But it was difficult transitioning between being a, a, a child and a young adult. Now, <clears throat> you don't have to be confirmed to be able to have experienced those changes because really confirmation is twofold. It has a very specific uh, spiritual significance in the fact that we confirm that which God did the day we were baptized as we are educated of scriptures and in the catechism. But it's also, and this is the connection with everyone else, it's also a rite of passage. Moving from a child to a young adult, it was difficult. I mean, suddenly you're, you're, you're thrust into the world, well, suddenly, more gradually. You know, mom and dad was taking care of every need you ever had, and then you had to take care and become responsible to live life on your own. Yes, it was difficult, but one of the reasons it was difficult is that we failed as children to understand the transition. We had no choice for that matter. And, and actually, I'm thinking that that's why a lot of times in families with adolescents, there's a lot of tension. And those years brought struggles in areas such as education, money, relationships. The learning curve was high. 
My point this morning, at least with a couple of these aspects, is the fact that we did not understand. We did not understand what was going on in our lives actually until we were adults and looked back at it. The people this morning in Jerusalem were cheering on Jesus Christ and saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yet they failed to understand the true purpose of our Lord Jesus Christ as he came into Jerusalem. You know, these are trying times in our world. And, and I do see some similarities with the part of the text I want to bring to your attention. Difficult times in our world right now and in America because we don't understand everything regarding this virus. Professionals, and I think just a reminder to remember the doctors and nurses and all involved with the medical industry or medical field to remember them in your prayers but they don't even understand everything there's questions about the validity of wearing a mask or not some people believe that the mask will only keep you safe from catching it yourself in the sense of letting the virus spread. Others all believe that they just should wear it. But you know, regardless of that, there is one thing I think all people really agree with when it comes to the virus. Stay away from people. <laughs> if you don't want to get burned by a fire, you stay as far away from the fire as possible. Now, I know I may sound like a simpleton to, to you in that way, but I think sometimes we believe we know more than we do. And sometimes because of that knowledge, we can get ourselves into trouble. As I was reading uh, John chapter 12 this week, I came across the one verse that just simply caught my attention, and I was drawn to talk to you about it this morning. Verse 16. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. Our disciples, the disciples of Christ, I mean, did not understand truly what was going on as Christ entered into Jerusalem as the spectators on the side did not as well. And my friends, if I could instruct you and remind you, there's a lot of things about the Bible that we don't understand. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. I would definitely want to get the interpretation of Scripture correct rather than just going on a presumption. But I'll tell you, there are some things that I want to bring to your attention this very moment that we do know without certainty. First and foremost, that we are a fallen creation. We learn that from the very first book of Scripture, Genesis. That we have this tendency now as humans to not listen to God as much as we want to listen to our own heart. Instead of going in the direction that God instructs us to go, we want to go our direction. And the issue, as you know it, is our sinful nature. Our sinful nature makes us feel pretty bold, pretty proud and fearless. Bold and proud of ourselves. 
You see, we don't need God. Because in a sense, we are God. The problem is this. When we ever mention the word sin, we have to connect with it the word death, which is the eternal consequence of sin against God and against our neighbor. That's one certainty that we know of Scripture. The next certainty is this, that on our own we cannot rescue ourselves, but only God himself can rescue us. And that's what we observed this morning in the gospel lesson. We see with our own eyes God's solution to the greatest problem of all humanity. That Christ then went through Jerusalem to Calvary and spilt his blood to atone for the sins of the world. To take away the consequences of our sins. Christ became that which we could not pure in heart and perfect in life. Jesus Christ there on the cross defeated sin, death, and yes, even the devil in his greatest trap he had set for Christ and for each one of us. And thanks be to God, after that first Good Friday, now the battle that Jesus has fought is over forever. And now he lives, as scriptures tell us, exalted with the Father. But even though Jesus' battle is over, ours aren't. And as long as we live here on the face of the earth, we will face battles daily, differing in degrees, but all very difficult battles. Whether it is the coronavirus we face or whether it is a personal battle that we face. Paul reminds us of this amazing truth that I pray each one of us cling to. Fight the good fight. Take hold of eternal life to that which you were called for. In Christ, in Jesus our Lord, we've been declared victorious by the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. If I could share with you now a little illustration I found regarding the Dallas Cowboys when they were in their heyday. And I recognize some of these names here. But there was a, a coach from Dallas that was tells of this story that he witnessed in the locker room after a very tough win against Washington Redskins. Two pro players, Charlie Waters and Cliff Harris, were sitting in front of their lockers after playing that game, and they were still in their uniforms. Their heads were bowed down in utter exhaustion, and Waters says to Harris, By the way, Cliff, what was the final score? Brothers and sisters in Christ, Christ makes us victorious and we do not need to hold our heads and bow our heads down but we need to lift our heads up and to look to the cross of Christ from where our strength comes from because Christ rode through Jerusalem and he rode on to majesty for you amen and now may the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.
Amen.